unbelievable. Be part of it. This is be a blooper reel. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna end up editing it, so this is just the beginning right now. We're gonna go stompers. Well, yeah. I kind of want to talk about. I kind of want to start by talking about the 2018 stompers with like Jordan Red. Speak on that because I didn't watch Midnight when it was just like Jordan. I just know Jordan Red and Tim and Paul played together, and Jordan played. The- him and then red came in after that like he didn't play with him the first year right okay so yeah jordan must have been 2017 and then red came on in 2018 maybe jordan uh yeah jordan played in the stompers in 2017 because i was the positive and it's funny when uh bryce when you and jordan played together in fast plastic jordan was on the stompers yeah technically we can just talk about this edition of stompers the whole building of the stompers started with gino Tom and Blake, and then Blake flipped a cop car, and then it came to I have to add Bryce, and that was like the world's greatest mistake. I don't know how how Tim asked you guys to play. Tim well, didn't really basically, ask to play Tom. Nah, that was me. That was you guys are under my regime. I was under Tim. Tim, I was asked after that winter, the first winter classic. Yeah, Tim. I, Tim asked me to play. I think it was before the winter classic, actually. I didn't get asked till after. No, I wow. think you, it was like two weeks before your season started. Before, before I was asked, I'm pretty sure. I'm like, it might have been earlier than that. I might be lying about that. For some reason, I thought you were on the team before I was. Oh, maybe so. Tom, I hope you have everything written down. I actually, I, I do have stuff written down. All right. Good morning, and welcome to your Thursday edition of the Holy Commutes podcast. My name's Tom Gannon. And for this Thursday edition, we got a special episode. It's going to be a Stompers episode. It's got a few members of the Mid-Atlantic United Wiffle Stompers on the podcast. Do a quick little intro to talk about the Stompers. It was Tim Cook and Paul Cook's team years ago. Uh, They added Nick Schaefer, who kind of became the team's ace. And then when Mid-Atlantic started back up 2017-2018, they got Jordan Robles. And then they actually added Chris Sarnowski the following year, and they won both of those Mid-Atlantic championships. But then, as many of you know, Jordan went to go play with Earl. Sarno started the Juggernauts, and the Stompers had to go through sort of a rebuilding phase. So I've got Bryce Clark on the line. Bryce, we'll kind of have you go first. Talk about how you got added to the Stompers and a little bit about that 2019-2020 seasons. All right. Uh, how's it going, Tom? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being on. Absolutely. So I got added on to the Stompers after the, uh, the Mid-Atlantic's Winter Classic they had in 2018. Uh, I went with the Mothman. I went with Roush and Wyatt. I don't think we won a game. And then I, a week or so after that, I think Tim sent me a message asking if I wanted to be a Stomper. And I said yes. And that's kind of how that got going. I didn't know who – actually, I really didn't know who I was playing with until I actually showed up. And I'm like, well, I knew. He said Tom was on the team, but I didn't know Gino at the time. And then, yeah, Gino I played with in that Winter Classic, and that was kind of the only time I'd met him before that. But all three of us kind of got added to that team. And even you and I, we had met before, but it's not like we'd even played together before, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Still, wildest thing I like to tell people is the first per- my first friend I made at a wiffle ball tournament was Tom Gannon. <laughs> hey, no, not bad. And my second was, one was uh, Trent Steffi's. <laughs> That's a pretty good group. Yes, sir. Does anyone know if Trent's coming to you with? He is. I he, he is. 
Okay. Think, right. Yeah, he, he's on the team. They announced his team today, the North Stars. Yeah, oh, the North the, Stars. I thought it was just Austin. Both of them. Oh, okay. I liked that. I saw Sibbett was on the team. I remember seeing Austin. I didn't. I, I'm just. Not, I don't remember. That's bad. My bad. Jared. I was trying to get Sibbett for the Wiffle Tigers originally. Believe it or not. Great, dude. He's so good. I was just about to tell you, like Sibbett is like super underrated. He knocked. A, he knocked out uh, Cruz from NWA. Yeah. Yes, he did. Uh, but anyway, we had those two seasons where it was pretty much Yumi and Gino. We had Tyler Roush on the team. The first year. Or was it? Uh, he was he was sort of a part time player. I'm pretty sure that first year he filled and in then, a couple tournaments for us. And then the second year we uh, we added John Polanco. We had him for a season. People forget yeah. John Polanco was on the Stompers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then after that 2020 season, we ended up losing Gino. He played with East Coast Elite. Gino left. I tried talking him into staying. He didn't want to stay Stomper because he wanted to go build a legacy somewhere else. Yada yada yada. <laughs> and then we ended up fin- we ended up being a better team than what he played on. So then he came back home. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I, I think Gino leaving in a way was kind of a good thing because it gave it had a uh, gave us enough room to sign me and Nate in the off seasons. Yeah, and Montero, we can't forget about Montero. Yes, yes, and Wyatt. <laughs> we had Pagano for a second. Pagano? Yeah, I had Pagano on that team for a second. <laughs> and then I told him he had to be full time, and he was like, "No, no, no!" And I was like, "Okay." And then I can't use you really. Yeah. Because BC's got a pitch. <laughs> well, at first I let everybody else pitch, and that's when things got interesting. We added Nate Cruz and Sean Ryan. Cruz I had played with in AWAA, and Sean I. Played against, or maybe not even against, but you know, kind of knew him from Palisades, and I think Ryan McElrath actually tweeted something out that Sean was looking for a team, and that's how we added him. But we've got both of those guys on here too, so I guess we'll start with Cruz. I'm pretty sure we added you first. Talk about how you got added to the team and sort of your perspective. What's going on, Tom? Uh, you know, same shit, different day. Uh, so yeah, just like you said, um, I got added in 2021 last year uh through you for the most part i mean i know that uh i reached out i think maybe just in general that i wanted to play uh a lot more competitive oh, i think i think i know what it was actually it was it was the group chat of the awaa nwa tournament team you said because before that you'd played part-time for the meets and i remember i messaged you directly after you sent something to that group chat being like hey would you rather play full-time on the stompers and hit every game and i think that's sort of how it uh how it started yeah i think you're right yeah i played uh one tournament in 2020 with the meets um with uh vin and, and Kayvon. we all played together in the 2019 nwa tournament so that's uh how that happened it was really actually vin and, and uh Kayvon asked me to play for them and i just played in that one tournament um kind of actually really enjoyed it so when i reached out to you in 2021 about playing a little bit more competitively more often uh that's when i think uh, you gave me the connection with the stompers yeah, so what was it that made you want to play more? I know you'd already been playing in NWA and Hudson Valley, Palisades, et cetera. But was there any sort of specific thing that made you want to drive all the way down to Mid-Atlantic? Just uh, trying to play against the best in the world. I thought uh, that had the most competitive uh, whiffs for sure. So that was why I was most interested. All right, now on to Sean Ryan. I know this might be kind of a lot of the same, but you at, were added that same year. So Sean, just kind of, 
tell us how you got added to the team. And then I kind of want both of you guys to just talk about that first year being sort of a rookie on the Stompers, because I know we were still kind of figuring our stuff out. Hey, what's going on, Tom? Um, kind of similar to Nate's uh, Nate's path. You reached out to me, thought that I was trying to play, and um, linked me up with Bryce Clark. When I first got signed, I thought I was going to be able to pitch, and that kind of went out the window. I mean, I can't throw. I throw 30 miles per hour, so. Hey, all you got to do is <laughs> learn that knuckleball. Yeah. I, <laughs> 30 uh, mile an hour knuckleballs and fast pitch. It <laughs> works. I've seen it. <laughs> I don't know. So, luckily, Bryce kept me as a as a hitter, which was nice of him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to play more whiffs. I know uh, Ryan and Tim were playing that in Mid-Atlantic for a while. So, that that was kind of where I wanted to go play. And I think you, you also were almost on the risers instead, right? Uh, yeah, actually. So, Cap reached out to me and heard I was looking for a team. And he uh, asked me about pitching, and I kind of said the same thing. I was like, I mean, if I'd be able to give him maybe a game of tournament, but I wasn't sure. Like, my shoulder wasn't 100%. And uh, he was said predominantly he was looking for an arm. So someone, I think maybe Chris Owen or somebody uh, signed up, signed with them. And uh, then that was when you reached out to me, and I got linked up with Bryce. All right, yeah. And then we got one other bonus guest here on the show. Colin Prentice, newest edition of the Stompers. So, Colin, I know you played with Black Dog Country Club in the past two UF tournaments. So, sort of walk me through how it went down with uh, you leaving that team and joining the Stompers. Uh, so, first, hi guys. Howdy. Always nice to see y'all. Yeah, the only uh, Stomper that has not played in a Stompers uniform yet. Just a roster guy. I'm just a roster guy, it looks like. Uh... I'm here to fill a spot now, so <laughs> so basically leading into this year after what happened with us last year, which was a bit disappointing, losing to the Whippets in the quarterfinals, uh, I looked at this year as, okay, we're going to have Brian back. It's going to be more arm-oriented rather than hitting-oriented, even though Black Dog has always been a good hitting team. And... I actually didn't know I was playing, uh, wasn't playing with Black Dog up until August 4th, actually. Uh, me and Brian were playing in a different league, and we we ex- exchanged some words about UFs, and he was like, hey, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about this, but uh, we're, you're not on the team for this year. So I started hitting up some people. And I talked to Colin on opening day of this year. I had a had a handful of offers, had some good offers, had some bad offers, and now I'm here. Now I'm excited to play in a Stompers uniform. Yeah, and I'm, those guys, I'm sure, are happy to have you, too. Happy is a strong word. <laughs> You're right. It's more closely <laughs> to uh, disappointed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm the disappointment to come onto the team. <laughs> sort of when I left, I was originally going to play with the Stompers at UF, but then ended up joining the Wiffle Tigers to play with the guys from Japan because they only had three guys, so they needed a fourth. Uh, and we ended up adding our fifth guy, Lucas Francis. But I know for a while, and Sean and Cruz can attest to this, even Bryce too, I guess, but we were 
I really wanted to find someone good to replace me in that fifth roster spot for the Stompers because uh, I kind of felt bad leaving them hanging a little bit. And got to say, I'm really happy that they were able to find someone as good as you. Uh, that makes my heart blush, Tom. You know that. Yeah, as soon as we started like hearing rumors that you were even like considering other teams, we made it a point to try and reach out. I think every one of us probably individually reached out. And, uh, Every single person reached out. There was not one that did not reach out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's for obvious reasons. Um, but, yeah, I think with you now, we can definitely make deep run for sure. I'm always hoping for a deep run. So, Colin, were, were there any other teams that every single person on the roster reached out to you, or is it mostly just captains? Uh, it was mostly just captains. There were a handful of people that were on other teams that – that weren't the captain that had been talking to me, but that was really it. So yeah, like uh, you don't kiss and tell, or do you want to just list every team that wanted to have you at UF that doesn't get you? I don't kiss and tell. <laughs> so basically the Stompers are going to be the team I'm rooting for in every game they're playing, unless they're playing against the Tigers. I've told our captain Gara that I'd like to demand the ball against the Stompers if we do play you guys. Um, <laughs> something interesting about your team is that and it was kind of the same, I think, when I was on the team, is that there's three guys, you get three really good pitchers, but who knows, like, who, who's going to be the best pitcher that weekend and uh, who's effective against who with different matchups and stuff. Uh, so I think the biggest challenge for you guys is going to be knowing who to use when. Is, is that kind of, I don't know, t- talk about that a little bit. I'll, I'll take that one for to start so like a lot of the guys too don't like say everyone, too much what do you mean everyone's coming out like they think which colin is colin is an ace and i don't i think i don't think a lot of guys realize that on our our roster how it's built like we have three aces in my opinion like each one of these guys that pitch like you have sent those highlights and like some games where they just they're unhittable and there's some games where we give up the big bombs too but who doesn't have a given up a big bomb? But every one of these guys too, they're really kind of considered workhorses. Like I might be the least workhorse out of all of them, but you're you're going to at least get three really good games out of me before you start to see a decline. And Gino, I know Gino can go four or five. I've seen him go. I've seen him go five in a day before. And Colin is Colin. Like Colin can. Colin just wants the ball all the time. Yada yada yada. We're probably gonna be fighting to get it out of his hand sometimes here in October, here in a week. So, them are good problems to have. I've also seen Gino start pitching and then stop pitching and then come back in pitching like a game and a half, two games later. So he literally like, just did that we, last weekend for us or two weekends ago. My point exactly. Yeah. Uh, like we have we also have the ability to stop and start when when we need to in certain situations. Mm-hmm. That changes the whole look how you can go attack a certain team because if you go deep in some games, you know some of these really I mean there's some really good lineups out there and certain guys see you about seven eight times and they're on you. You a lot of times you're probably better off making the switch. Yeah, I think you guys are equipped with three arms that, I mean, you probably shouldn't do this, but you could have everybody pitch every game 
and go pretty far and like it wouldn't no one would really empty the whole tank i don't think i don't think so either i think the arms maybe me i might be the biggest question mark because i'm coming off of what i did to myself last year but i feel really good right now is i i, mean, I don't know if i can go back to back days but i don't know depending on how many innings the other two throw like they, if someone just throws one game the date on Saturday and they have to throw the first thing Sunday morning, I think them other two can definitely do it with no, no hesitation, no question asked. They'll just like, all right, let me warm up, we're ready to roll. And I don't think you'll see, see a slow start from them on the mound. Like <laughs> will come out firing. Uh, I'm pretty sure Colin did that at NWA this year, if I'm not mistaken. Did Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Yes, I did. I threw two games on Saturday and then. I threw two, two and a half, I think, on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, so he's already proved it, so. I know, and we're going to have so much fun at you, Whips. Come on. It's going to be we a great time. We talk about adding Gino and Morris for the season, too, but that's all right. Everyone knows we got Gino back, and the, how the pitching and stuff helped. Yeah, and it helps Gino's bat because he gets to see more pitches because he's playing. I even had I asked Chris Morse a bunch this year too about certain things and he downplays it all the time. Like he didn't do nothing special or nothing, but he helped me at the plate. He don't even know it. So there's 40 teams going to UWIF. I would say, and I would put you guys in this top 10. There's gonna be 10 teams there that are stacked. You know, like Juggernauts, C4 meets. I could try to name all 10, but I don't know Phenoms, if I can off the top of my whippets. head. Exactly. With Inc. Um, yeah. But anyway, Black those top dog. 10. Yeah, all right. It should, maybe we can name them. How many have we named? Seven. <laughs> all right. Got two more. Stompers. Should we say Noms. Stompers yet? I wouldn't put Stompers in it. I think I, all right, I'm going to name three teams better than you guys. I dare you. Well, Do we put 603 there. in there? No. Nah. 603 is good. I feel, like that, I feel like on paper they're a super team type, type of thing. I guess on paper you can kind of consider us a super team. I don't know, but I'm biased. I never ever looked at us that way because yeah, because like, you were along for the whole ride. You were on the team. Yeah, when we went well, all yeah, three kind of. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that's technically right. I don't know, <laughs> like, like even those first two years we won a tournament, but we we didn't have a winning record. Like overall, we had some all threes mixed in. Yeah, we were fourteen. It was a fourteen eleven this year, so we were three above five hundred, which ain't nothing really to write home and brag about. But that's. From what it was last year, I, we didn't win a game until, like, I think the third tournament last year. No, we won We won in Ridley our second tournament. Ah. Yeah. Right. We went, we went, I think we went 0-3, 1-2, 0-3, actually. Yeah, I think the Stompers have had a lot of 0-3 tournaments uh, for the past, I don't know how long, since Bryce and I have joined the team, at least. And... This year, there was there a single 0 and 3 tournament at all? I don't think so because we got that no, one one in Millersville, but uh, yeah, one win opening day. Um, yeah, we, do we have a, a at least one win at every tournament? That'd be that'd be kind of nice. I believe so. Yeah, it's been a glow up for sure. Actually, did we go 0 and 3 in Ocean City? Did we, did we play? No, we beat a team and I pitched again. Nate Cruz is the freaking factor. Cruz, when's the last time you lost a game that you pitched? I feel like it's been a long time. Every time I've played with you and you've pitched, we've won. Uh, no, well, in a in Electric City, I lost this year, but 
in fast pitch, I'm two and zero, one and zero in ma, one and zero in u whips, <laughs> and one and zero at that golf thing that we played with in my, with Kayvon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think we won that. We, we won. That was kind of close. We were like thinking about like, oh man, it was like two to one. I think we won that game. Yeah, well, I'm not that hard to hit. These are very very strategic games that I'm pitching. <laughs> We're getting downplayed. It. Strategic might be a strong word. Wins count might though. One of those games that no matter what strategy, you'll probably win. <laughs> oh man. Like as like we just made like a great signing in Colin, but I don't know. Colin fits in too. But anyway, no, like I would put, I would put you guys into one of those top 10 teams that I think no one would be surprised if any of those teams we mentioned won the whole tournament. Like, you know, it would obviously, yeah, you don't win this tournament by accident, but I think that there's also that, that middle 20 teams. Like I would even put the tigers in that middle 20 category are teams that are good enough that they could knock off one of those top, 10 teams and ruin their weekend but but if they actually won the whole thing they i feel like people would be pretty surprised and then there's also kind of that bottom 10 teams where i feel like they're only going to beat each other i don't know what do you guys think the best part about this tournament is the fact that anyone can have a good weekend it doesn't matter what the team is doesn't matter who the team is made of any single team can have a really good weekend and put a national championship behind their name. It's all about who gets hot on Sunday. Exactly. They got to catch all the breaks and make it the whole way. Sometimes you get a team that's really hot on Saturday and then can't perform on Sunday. And then other times you have a team that's been fighting all Saturday and then performs all the way through Sunday. It's a myriad of different outcomes that could happen. There's a lot of different paths you can take to get to the finals. Basically just come in. And most of them end. Come in, do what you do, play your game, and if it'll be, it'll be. That sounds like something you read out of a fortune cookie, kind of, but not really. Just basically just come in, play your game, don't put too much pressure on yourself, and you know you can make a run. Isn't that always the goal, though? That's always the goal. Always the goal. Hey, the goal is to have fun. You have fun, winning, baby. Winning is fun. You get a little bit of adversity in there. You're like, ah, you know what? Nothing I've ever seen before. This, we got to go about it this way. That's what we got to do. And I think it's going to work out. I feel like I feel like Nate's going to win the home run derby on Saturday or Friday night. Nate better be able to beat me. Oh, I could definitely beat you. Connor, are you pitching to all three of us? Please, Nate. Yeah, I'm pitching to everybody on the Stompers. Yes. Um, Sean's Sean, a great home run derby pitcher. Sean's the arm. My arm's going to be hanging on uh, Saturday. Hopefully, Sean's going to come in through the clutch double play again. Uh, I guess Sean yeah. is kind of a pitcher, you know, for home run derby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, almost half the distance. Listen, Sean pitched a game this year. I don't know about a full game, but you pitched in Electric City, right? You made an appearance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually had a win. Yeah. Shout out, Hess. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Dude, Sean, Sean threw against the Jugs last year. Oh, yeah. In Ocean City. Yep. And at U-Whips. Was it the old punt game? No, it was at U-Whips. Did you throw at Ocean City? 
Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. He, threw, he threw game one because we decided to throw me the next two to keep me fresh because for later because we had to play the Dragons and somebody else we felt we could yes. beat him. Yeah, yeah, we beat both of them. That's how we got in. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now that came to me now since I now I remember that. Yeah, I remember all of them. Yeah, I just, yeah. We didn't win a playoff yeah, game. Didn't even make the playoffs that tournament either. Yeah, I know that's the hilarious part. <laughs> Red was puking in the fucking. Uh... <laughs> 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 Come on. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was. I think that was when when the jugs got so their only serious. win was against Sean Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that first inning, Sean threw. They didn't. Did they score in the first inning? Oh no, I they had one, two, three. Yeah, I think the second inning is when they finally got on you. Yeah, I said the second I, inning they scored I, a I, few I runs. I walked, yeah, I think I walked I'm pretty sure. And then I struck three of them out in a row. <laughs> Come on. That season with the Stompers, I feel like we definitely uh, had some bumps along the way. Uh, the 2021 season was for sure, you know, uh, up and down, mostly uh, down, but we ended up, you know, finishing strong for sure in the wild card tournament. But, you know, at the beginning of it, uh, especially for me, uh, I had a hard time getting adjusted to the two strikes in Moth. Took me quite a few tournaments to get used to that. Um, so I definitely was like struggling at the plate in my first initial tournaments. And then also we had, a, I think Bryce had a tough job of just in general, like with a kind of random casting crew of characters with me, Sean, Wyatt, uh, Montero. Uh, and then I think uh, you would show up to some tournaments every now and then of trying to figure out who should play and <clears throat> how to bat everybody. So um, there was just a lot of figuring things out in 2021. And then uh, by the end of the year, I think we kind of started hitting our strides offensively. I know Sean and I definitely did. Started finding it by, you know, the end of the year. But Bryce, uh, unfortunately, had, like, overthrown a little bit. You know, we kind of relied on him a little bit too much. And uh, kind of, I think he kind of threw himself out and got injured at the end of the year. And uh, kind of made us uh, struggle a little bit going down down the stretch. Yeah, he threw in that MLW tournament, too. I think that's kind of that, – that, I feel like for me, from the outside looking in, just kind of in the group chat on the other side of the country, that was the moment when it was like, oh, crap, we need pitching. The MLW tournament did not help my cause because that came off – that was the week after – I can't remember, like the one tournament I threw 21 innings, and I think when we were, came from Staten Island or something, I think I threw 27, or I could have it backwards. So I went like – Two, three weeks with like 47, 47, 48 innings on my arm. And then I go. That's some, that's some wild Colin Prentice type stuff. Yeah. Bryce, you yeah, I'm not many, built for that. Do you know how many innings you threw in 2021? It's got to be like a silly number. Not, well, I, it's not a silly number because it, like how Nate said in the beginning, like I had, I was still trying to figure out who can, who could not pitch because you weren't there full time because you were in Vegas. So. Yeah, and that's before to, we put Sean Ryan completely on the shelf, too, right? Yeah. Ryan. And I don't think Sean attempted to – I think we uh, we warmed him up, but he couldn't throw. So then I think I threw Montero out there. can't remember who that was against, but I, such, I can't remember because, like, at that beginning of the year, I, I kind of forget anyways because it was – it wasn't very good. It was easy to forget. A lot of 0-3 tournaments. But – like I threw Wyatt one time. He didn't do he, – he didn't look very comfortable up there. And I threw Montero, and then I would throw a game. But by the time I threw a game, we were already eliminated. And then there was a time where White threw really well against Earl, 
and I think he only got beat one to nothing by Earl with like six innings with him. And the next time it didn't work I out. I think it was two one because I'm pretty sure uh, Sean hit a home run that game. Maybe that was, so. That was in Albany. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, that was. I don't know. Like I never had a bunch of innings, and something happened to one term. I can't remember which term it was, but we were supposed to have four. White couldn't. Or White didn't. White didn't make it. Montero was supposed to be there, and then he he ended up not making it. So we ran just me, Sean, and Nate. That was the very first tournament we made. We won. I think did we win the first playoff game? It lost to the Jugs the second, right? Uh, no, we we lost to the Jugs in the first. Playoff. First, okay. Well, that's whenever that three man line. I was like, this is it. This is what we got to do. So the, from there on out, I decided that I would go all pool play and as far as I could. Unless like someone else could eat some innings here and there, like how we normally would do it anyways. But like I would go as far as I could before I had to get the ball off. Uh, and that happened. The next, you know, it happened worked for us the next tournament too. Is we went like two and one, whatever. We, I think we won a playoff game the second go around, and just I can't remember. So like there was a lot of tournaments where we only had three. But there was at least three that I can think of in 2021, and that was not good for your arm because you had to throw a lot, especially the two where it was just me, you, and Nate because me and Nate both couldn't pitch. Yeah. I think it was Ocean City and Staten Island. That was the three of us. And then one one time it was me and Wyatt. Like we just didn't we just didn't have everybody. Uh, really committed in 2021. I think bringing Gino back in 2022 really, really helped us out. And then Tom moving back here. So it was more of a team thing in 2022 versus uh, 21 when we were just all getting together. Yeah, the revolving door of arms and stuff wasn't, didn't really help us out. And we didn't have like a solid number two. I mean, we did, but Tom, he was always uh, in Vegas. So I couldn't rely on Tom. You know, to be there for every tournament that we really needed him to, and we lucked out this previous yeah, season thing because Tom came back home. That 2021 season, the I went to the opening day tournament and then the Albany tournament. I want to say it was like the third tournament. It was in May or something. Yeah. So, you know, in retrospect, thinking about it, like the times I was there, you didn't even really need me to eat a lot of innings. Uh, and then down the stretch, when you could have used another arm, those were the tournaments I wasn't even at. So yeah, that must have been tough. It's a good thing you guys didn't hit better because then you would have really ruined your arm. <laughs> yeah, that, that was – I saw – I say going to a three-man lineup and stuff, I think it's what really – from like the improved bats from last year to this year, I think all those reps that me, Nate, and Sean got at the second half of the season is the reason why we kind of started out hot this year. Not really hot at the beginning, but like we kind of hit our like it, it just helped us, you know, become better hitters. And we're not like great hitters, we're good hitters. And then all the all the reps and stuff have added up, and we're a little bit more comfortable to play. Yeah, and I feel like this is the first year that the Stompers had a good lineup. Like it felt like every tournament we were putting runs on the board. It wasn't wasn't one nothing extra right. inning bases loaded runs, which I feel like is what we we're kind of scraping by on. In those yeah. uh, first few years. So we still technically are considered more pitching dominant, but. Yeah, like I feel like our, our win percentage in low scoring games has gone way up. So that's nice. Definitely has. And uh, I was talking to Bryce, I think, yesterday on the phone, and I was saying how, like, look at look how far we came from opening day 2021 till now. Like, uh, we didn't even know who, what our lineup was going to be. Like, we didn't know anything. And. The opening day and now like we're we've got a solid a solid core that we're gonna hopefully play with together for years to come so and we're only getting better 
All right, boys, that was a good party. All right, well, I hope the Tigers win, but if, if we don't, I hope you guys win. Anybody have any last words? Oh, well, obviously, let's go Stompers. Uh, big shout out to the Cooks for allowing us to keep Stompers alive, let us play under that name, and uh, I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know for sure that Nate and I are looking for a, a whole different turnout from last year's UF tournament for the Stompers. Uh, <laughs> we we only had one pitcher, and that didn't really work out for us. I mean, I guess Nate Cruz did win the game, though, so I guess we had two pitchers, but... Yeah, Wyatt was going on about his arm. I said, now yeah. you know what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's not easy. Yeah, it's I nice like- going to this tournament uh, with, you know, expectations to actually, you know, make a deep run and actually try to win. Last year, we knew we weren't going to win. We didn't have the depth. But, um, you know, we went just because we love the game and obviously to get better. So this year, going to pay off. I'd like to quickly thank everyone on this team. I'd also like to thank you, Tom, because y'all have tried to make this an easy transition, and I I love all y'all for that, as well as I'd like to thank the four people that are probably listening to this podcast for listening to us ramble. (laughs) I think I'm going to say 10 people are going to listen. Thank you, all 10 people that made it all the way to minute, like 30. Depends on how much I cut out. You got to cut out a lot. <laughs> you get a little bit. Of it. I'm still not sure everyone can hear me. Can, I, can everybody hear me? Favorite I don't hear is. a fucking thing. <laughs> okay. I've been talking the whole time, and I have my thing. you Red will listen to it. Red's going to give her a listen. Hey, Red, you pitched your ass off that weekend. Pitched the best I've ever seen you pitch. I'm still coming for you. Stop, stop. stop. There's your outro.